0: and welcome to your outlet for outdoors and western lifestyle news, The Bend Show, you know, where we share the other parts of life with you, whether you're out in the field, out in the tractor, driving down the road. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. As always, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas, get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or you can always drop an email to ben Radio Show at gmail.com. Join alongside Run Shotgun, as he does every week, is my producer, sound engineer, and co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Now, we wrapped up opening pheasant season last weekend where we were at, and it was a fun one. Let's put it that way. And it was more or less all about the youth. We're talking taking our nephews out. That has kind of become Tigger and I's thing, is that weekend... Opening week in a pheasant season, we take out the youngins.
1: And we had a fabulous time. Yes. Why don't you just tell the truth to everybody and just admit that all of us got our birds, some of them limited out, and how many did you
0: get? Oh, I just, I knew you'd have to go there, didn't you? You just had to the go there. The mighty then. hunter? How many did you get? Uh, i You know, I was letting another one survive for another day. We'll put it that way. Is
1: that what it is? Or, I even, here's the dealio, is I even said the day before we went out, because we didn't go out on Saturday, we went out on Sunday because there was stuff going on. I even said, because you switched shotguns everybody is saying oh no you switch shotguns i said are you sure you don't want me to throw a few clay pigeons for you because we don't use one of those automatic throwers we use me where i'm throwing because i can you throw them different ways because a pheasant isn't gonna fly perfect for you ever and you said oh no i'll be fine this is my trusty over under shotgun i just had to
0: Thanks, thanks. you a little bit. Yes, I got skunked, and I even had my 12-year-old nephew, Hank, yell at me and go, Beck, how did you miss that? How did you miss
1: that one? He (laughs) literally landed on the fence in front of you and just...
0: Well, See, I can't shoot them if Separate. they're not flying. Aha,
1: uh-huh. is ah, that how that see, works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet we'll go out again, and I'm sure you will do just fine. It happens to all of us. We get a little rusty.
0: We do, we do, but I will redeem myself. However, I am so glad we did get out and about, and you're going to want to stick with this show because towards the end of the show, I'm going to share with you a recipe you're going to love, Pheasant Street Tacos. Oh. Ooh. This first story out the gate takes us up to Maine, where a high school is having a fly fishing class. But hear this out. An innovative English class introduced by a Maine high school has students fly fishing this fall.
1: An English class, you said?
0: Yes. Nokomis Regional High School in Newport, Maine, introduced this fall an innovative English elective class that focuses on fly fishing. The goal To engage students by immersing them in the outdoors. The instructor, Nick Miller, was asked by the principal if he was to teach a non traditional class. Would he be interested? And if given the opportunity, what would it be? Mr. Nick Miller chose his favorite hobby, fly fishing. Thus far, students have been taught basics in fly fishing, including going out to several bodies of water to actually fish. Later now in the semester, once it's a little too chilly outside, they'll begin reading works such as Norman McLean's A River Runs Through It. I was
1: just going to say that. I bet you they're going to be reading that book.
0: Yes, yes, you know the book. If made famous by the movie of the same name, featuring brad pitt and the transition the outdoors relatability into more of a traditional english class is the concept
1: that's really neat i have heard of that before that uh because i've never read the book but i've seen the movie and i know from people watching the movie that has spawned interest in fly fishing i never thought that they would take it to an english class i thought it was quite exercise that i think it's great we didn't do that in english class
0: well, neither did we. And I thought it was quite eye opening. And what a great way to do just that bring the outdoors into a real life situation and keep the kids hooked. All I see what you did Semester there long. Oh, look at you. <laughs> all right. Changing gears Vermont poacher cotton action. After years-long court process, the Vermont Department of Fish and Wildlife, after instances dating back three years, are now able to put to rest a poaching case. After reports of poaching by a 43-year-old male, the Vermont Department of Fish and Wildlife staged a dummy deer, a buck, in northern Vermont in which Shane Phillips was caught in action. According to a press release from the VDFW, game wardens watched Shane Phillips of Vermont attempt to poach the the buck, as he was using his vehicle headlights to illuminate it in the dark, and then shooting the dummy buck with a crossbow. The suspect was confronted and he fled the scene, even. The suspect was tracked, arrested, and then the game wardens confiscated both the crossbow and vehicle. Phillips has been found guilty of taking big game by five illegal means. This poacher must pay a fine of almost $3,000 forfeit both the vehicle and crossbow and has now lost his hunting privileges for the next three years.
1: That's not enough.
0: I would agree. I
1: think it's great they're taking his vehicle away and they take the crossbow away, but somebody that does that, a fine of $3,000 is not enough. I think it should be $3,000 per case. You said there was five charges. I think he should owe 15 grand and I think he should serve time. Plus he should lose his hunting privileges for life.
0: And just a little back story on this, so you understand when we talk about a dummy deer, what the wardens put out was a full um, furred, hided dummy deer. So, not it had, one
1: that we would use like for archery no, practice. No, no. Okay. So, it
0: had on a hide, and then they put a fake antlers on the said buck. But regardless, The fact that the wardens actually watched him do this, and one of the five illegal means that this individual did was he shot his crossbow from inside the vehicle, which, you know, shooting from inside a vehicle Mm -hmm. right there is a naughty, naughty, naughty. So I agree with Tigger on this one. I am glad justice has been served. I do think that... He got
1: off kind of with way too little.
0: Yes, yes. I think there should have been a bit more of a... A little bit more put down. Yes, exactly. Doesn't that
1: remind you of those those guys that were in that fishing tournament Mm -hmm. and how they cheated and Mm -hmm. they went and they they put lead balls in in their fish to make them weigh more and all of that? And
0: And there's a reason why I'm bringing these stories up because we work so hard to keep our rights, right? To be able Mm -hmm. to go hunting, enjoy the outdoors, whether it's hunting, fishing, it doesn't matter, hiking, camping, any of it. We are all mentors to the next generation. They're looking up to us on what we are doing. And they see these headlines just like we do. And all we can do is be better. That's all I can say is be better. Don't be that guy. Thank you. All right. This next story, Yellowstone Elk Stampede caused by wolves. Right place, right time. A once in a lifetime sighting. A wildlife photographer in Yellowstone National Park this month captured a video footage of approximately 300 head of elk chased by a pack of wolves. The video, we have it on our website right now, thebenshow.com. It is a must-watch.
1: 300 head?
0: Over 300 head is what's estimated. And the pack of wolves was about 20 wolves. They believe there might have been more than 20 wolves in pursuit of the herd, resulting in an elk stampede with the wolves bringing down a young cow. The video is a glimpse of nature that I got to say is rarely seen, much less ever caught on camera. It's impressive to watch wildlife in action. But then again, it also brings up reasoning, especially with ranchers, livestock, cattle. Yep, that's what I was thinking. You got it. There's a lot of worry and fear, and I don't blame these individuals. It's their livelihood. And when you have packs of wolves of over 20 and they are moving a herd of 300 plus elk, can you imagine what they could do to someone's livelihood?
1: Exactly. And those individuals, they stand behind, and, and we stand behind them in the thoughts of you need to, there needs to be checks and balances, and you need to be able to control certain populations. Hence, while uh, excuse me. Why hunting is so popular, and why we are such avid hunters? Because we understand that relationship between livestock, nature, and wildlife. Mm-hmm. When one is healthy, they're all healthy. But if one gets out of balance with the other, like in the wolf situation, I know a lot of producers face that. Then you're 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 running into a lot of trouble with that. So empathy to a lot of those people faced with said. Problems,
0: and I'm going to add a side note of I've been in contact with some ranch contact, excuse me, with some ranchers out in Colorado, and as they are having wolves introduced this year into their ecosystems, they're already having to um, put more dollars into protecting their herds, such as purchasing mules. Or small donkeys, things like that, to try to keep these wolves at bay. So it is something that we need to be aware of.
1: Now, watching this happen in and of itself is fascinating. We had this happen. We came to our place the other day, and it was—I'm going to say—from the cabin here, we call it the cabin where we live, about 150 yards, maybe yep. something like that. And here we had two mule deer that just came out of the uh, out of the trees. And there was a coyote there. And I'll be buggered if he wasn't stalking these mule deer. And did we talk about this yet? I don't know if we brought this up. No, we
0: haven't, actually. This was the
1: coolest, coolest deal. I have never seen this in my life. And, And we're watching with our binoculars, this coyote that's stalking these two mule deer. And here he was, and he was coming up. And then all of a sudden, just like that, he took off after these mule deer. Then he went behind some shrubs, and we couldn't see what was happening. And just like that. He come a running tail between his legs, and those mule deer were hot on his butt, and they were chasing him away. That was one of the neatest things. I've never seen that before, It
0: was fascinating, and these were two muley bucks, by the way. They were in their bachelor groups, and yes, they were... They had their eyes focused on that coyote, and they were getting them out of their territory. They were bowed up. They weren't
1: (laughs) letting them in. Nothing.
0: (laughs) All right. You're going to want to keep it locked right here, because when we come back from this short break, we're talking about how to get rid of those nasty odors that are in your hunting vehicles, and we got a quiz lined up, as well as, like I said, we got a recipe you're not going to want to miss. Stay where you are. The Ben Show will be right back.
1: The holidays are around the corner and finding that thoughtful gift from the heart is always the goal. Well, we have the perfect idea for you. Meet author Rachelle Barrett, The Prairie Crocus.
0: I welcome you to my world, a collection of poems, love notes, and essays about ranch life, motherhood, and life lessons from the prairie in my new book, Anthology, and 2024 Ranch Life Calendar. Order both today at prairie-crocus.com.
1: Beautiful photos with words that speak to the heart and soul. Prairie-crocus.com, turning thoughts into writings from the heart. A perfect gift in time for the holidays. Looking for a guided turkey? White tailed deer, bow, or rifle hunt. Fully guided yet this fall? Yes. Look no further. Let Steve, Rob, and the fine folks from Wablo Creek Outfitters make your hunt happen. Yeah! Located in southwest Missouri, Wablo Creek Outfitters offers turkey and deer hunts designed for tree stand and ground blind hunting for both bow and rifle seasons. All inclusive packages include comfortable bunkhouse style accommodations farm fresh meals, and an experience that leaves you feeling like family. Yes. Now don't wait. A few spots for the fall 2021 remain and now booking for 2022 spring and fall hunts. Visit Wablo, spelled a little bit differently, that's W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Creekoutfitters.com or find us on Facebook at Wablo Creek Outfitters. Book your next adventure today. Wablo Creek Outfitters, W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U.
0: Welcome back to your outlet for Outdoors and Western Lifestyle, The Ben Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck, and Ryan Shotgun is Jeff Tigger Earhart, banishing those nasty odors from vehicles naturally. That's the focus, all right? With fall now here, we're all stoked for hunting season, but not for fall cleaning, right? And if you're like most... This is that one time a year, your vehicle too, it needs a little loving. You have to make room for your hunting buddies, or maybe your 4x4 is musty smelling, having sat waiting for hunting season to kick off, or you know what? I'm looking at Tigger, Tigger here right now. You see me looking at you, Tigger? Uh,
1: yeah, I can the feel The farm
0: and ranch truck needs a little TLC.
1: I know where you're going well, with this. Well,
0: ventilation. First trick is, and we all know this one, crack open those windows. Kind of a no-brainer right there. But this one you might not have thought about. Baking soda. It works like magic. We all have it in our cupboards. It's super cheap. Sprinkle it on the seats, the floor mats, as well as the carpet. Let it sit for a while and then it easily vacuums right up. Another one, citrus freshness. You can take some lemons from the store, fresh lemons or oranges, cut them in half, leave them for a day sitting in the vehicle, Have you ever realized that sometimes, Tigger, I'll just leave a lemon on the counter and the kitchen smells amazing? I
1: thought that was a smelly candle. I got to be honest with (laughs) you. I didn't think it was because you had a lemon cut now.
0: Here's another easy one. Dry coffee grounds. Leave a cup or bowl in the front or back seat of your vehicle. If it spills, it's not a big deal. It vacuums right up as well. Now, a go-to for me is dryer sheets. I choose to especially leave those in, say, the boat or a vehicle that's going to be parked for an extended amount of time. It helps keep the mice away. i found that. I've had good luck with it. Another one, and this one's a tried and true, and it's a cheap use of a chemical we all have in the cupboard, and it's not really a chemical. It's just good old vinegar. We all know vinegar is a great natural scent neutral uh, neutralizer excuse me but it also sanitizes so what you need to do is just wipe down your dashboard your steering column clean the inside of your windows with it and guess what not only does it get rid of the scent it also is good at eliminating mice mice don't care for vinegar either so there you have it just a few tips and tricks that work for me trying to help you out tigger i have put a quiz together for you for the mr Doesn't know it all. Bring it. Uh huh. uh -huh. Let's see how you do on this. Which state has the largest deer population? Texas, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, or Michigan?
1: Texas. I'm just saying because it's the biggest, but
0: Texas. Nicely done. All right, that was an easy one. I'm just letting you get warmed up. What is the biggest animal that can be legally hunted in North America? Don't I have any options? Bison, moose, elk, or grizzly bear? A bison. Moose.
1: Yeah, but a bison is bigger than a moose.
0: Mm, No, it's considered the biggest animal. Moose get to be quite large. I guess it's your quiz. What else do you know about moose?
1: (laughs) What else do I know about moose?
0: Yeah, if there's a moose on the loose, what do you do?
1: Uh, Get back to the hoose. Yeah, (laughs) I know that those people that are in moose country say, and I believe them, it is one of the most dangerous animals out there. I know they say they'd rather tangle with a diamondback rattlesnake than they would with a moose.
0: That is correct. Nicely done. Which president was an avid hunter? You're going to get this one. I know that. Oh, I know already. Teddy Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, James Buchanan, or John F. Kennedy.
1: No, I think Abraham Lincoln was a hunter as well, but an avid hunter is 100% Theodore Roosevelt.
0: You got it. Mm -hmm. You got it. All right. What is the most popular game bird in North America? Turkey. Turkey. Nope. Grouse, nope. pheasant, or duck?
1: Uh, ooh. Uh, okay, in North America. Uh-huh. I got to think on this one because, uh, oh, I'm not going to say the pheasant. You threw that one in there to throw me off because the pheasant isn't everywhere. The duck. Most popular. The most popular. Yes. In all of America. See, you're- North you're, America. In North America now. Ah. Uh, I'm going to say the duck.
0: It is the pheasant. No, it's not. <laughs> is it really?
1: The pheasant It is, is the, the most popular. It is the
0: pheasant. Okay, yes. I would have
1: thought the duck because as we talked an episode, excuse me, or two ago, the pheasant is not in every single state.
0: Correct. Correct. And just a little bit more, the pheasant is the most popular. However, the turkey is considered the largest game bird in well, North sure America. Well,
1: sure it is. Well, Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which state has the longest hunting season Alaska Louisiana Maine or Virginia oh wow ah uh, think on that one Alaska Louisiana maine or Virginia longest hunting season okay
1: you had two you had a story about Maine and you had a story about well I'm gonna say Maine because you had a story no 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 Virginia
0: it is Virginia. Well, of course it is. I thought for sure you would have chose Alaska. No, I would have said Alaska
1: has probably the shortest hunting season of any. Am I right with that one? Or
0: I'm not positive. I'd have to check that one.
1: Well, just check with me, and oh, I will okay. say, yes, Alaska is uh-huh. the shortest.
0: Which state <laughs> has the highest percentage of hunting license holders? So think about per capita of a state population. Which state has the highest percentage of hunting license holders? South Dakota, Texas, Vermont, or Louisiana?
1: Oh, boy. Per capita. Okay. These are getting a little trickier than I thought. I'm they having would be. fun I with I thought this. this would be. I'm going to say South Dakota because you of the right. massive pheasant population and pheasant hunting. Am I right uh-huh. with that one? South, South, South Dakota. Dakota. Okay. They
0: love their hunting, they okay. are outdoors all, right. all the way. All right. Here's our last and final question Which country has the most hunters per capita? United States, Canada, Ireland, or Russia?
1: Has the most hunters per capita. Yes. The United States, Canada, Ireland, or Russia? Oh, boy, howdy. What's everyone thinking out there? My first instinct went Russia, I guess. Think, I'm going to go the crazy one on this one. I'm going to say Ireland. I'm sure that's... It is. Is it really? Ireland? Ireland.
0: Yes. Really? Yes. Who would have thought? I was shocked by that one, too. I got to be honest. So there you have it. All right. Tigger didn't do too bad. And now we all learned how to sanitize and clean and get our vehicles (laughs) from being smelly. All right. Tigger's busy. Make the missus happy on that one. All right. Like I always say, keep it locked right here. we come back, we're going to be sharing a pheasant taco street taco recipe you're going to want to try. Are the Florida Keys calling your name? Have you dreamed of catching exotic mahi-mahi, red snapper, sailfish, grouper? Blue Water Girl Charters can fulfill your dreams of saltwater fishing excitement. Book today, full or half-day charters. Let Blue Water Girl Charters make your dreams a reality. Blue Water Girl Charters. Follow on Facebook for booking and more information. Blue Water Girl Charters. Catch dinner and memories.
1: Before you head to the next rodeo, a concert, maybe a gathering on or off the ranch, we head to Medora Boot and Western Wear.
0: Tigger and Beck here for Medora Boot and Western Wear, latest Western fashion in boots, jackets and hats.
1: From durable ranch wear to keeping the horses in sturdy tack, visit MedoraBoot.com to order.
0: Or better yet, plan to visit Medora, North Dakota and shop Medora Boot and Western Wear.
1: Again, go to MedoraBoot.com. You can follow on Facebook and tell them Tigger and Beck sent you.
0: You've waited, dreamt of a hunting adventure, and now have harvested that trophy of a lifetime. Keep the memory alive with a custom-designed mount preserved as a work of art. Check out our approved taxidermist, depending on your location. The award-winning Schneider Taxidermy is located in Helena, Montana when hunting the Dakotas. JB's Wildlife Designs in Mandan, North Dakota, then Shadron Creek Taxidermy in Nebraska, and for the Central USA, Little Rack Taxidermy in McComb, Illinois. Reach out to The Ben Show and let us help you find the right taxidermist. Welcome back. We're on the last leg of The Ben Show, your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle. What's cooking? That's what I'm calling this segment, and that is going to be pheasant street tacos. What to do with some of that game meat you're harvesting right now that's easy, yummy, and even fun to serve at the next family gathering or tailgate? Tacos are always a hit, so why not change it up and consider using your Upland Game Birds? pheasant, quail, grouse, or even rabbit or squirrel. If you really want to get crazy, this is how you do it. Heat up your slow cooker on high. Toss in a can of your favorite enchilada sauce, red or green. Add a can of chilies mild, moderate, or hot, depending on your love for a little kick, if you get what I mean. Add one chopped sweet onion and mix it together with your favorite taco seasoning. Add in one and a half pounds of meat and let it cook on high for four hours. Once the meat is cooked thoroughly, just shred the meat, add it back to the slow cooker and put it on low heat, and it's ready to serve whenever you are ready. Use small corn or flour tortillas Put a heavy spoonful of that saucy meat mixture on top of it. Then put a little bit of pico de gallo if you got it around, a dab of avocado or guacamole, and a sprinkle of cilantro. And there you have it your very own wild game street tacos. I'm telling you, your crew's gonna love it. And this is just one more way to share your harvested meats with all those you love because we're all used to taking the sausages and the jerkies to the gatherings but why not cook up something a little spicy with a little kick and heat to it believe me everybody will be coming back for seconds and asking for the recipe we're going to have the recipe on thebenshow.com in case you missed part of it head there and check it out And that is all, folks, for this show. Thank you to my producer, sound engineer, co-host, shotgun rider, Jeff Tigger Earhart. You're welcome. Remember, folks, to keep sending in any of your questions you might have. Know of something spot-worthy for us to share a recipe like we just shared today. If you've got one we need to test out, we sure would love to. And we always love hearing your area's field reports. That number, again, to text or call at any time is 305 900 2363. Again, that's 305 900 2363. Or you can always email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Missed part of this episode, or you want to hear past shows, you can find them all on the website thebendshow.com. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and to The Bend Show YouTube channel. Looking to change things up at your next event, conference, or awards banquet? Think about having us, Tigger and Beck, entertain your crowd. We are ready to roll and we've got the stories to share. We cover everything from ranching, cattle hunting, fishing, camping, and rodeo, plus so much more. Think about having us, Tigger and Beck, entertain your crowd. Believe me, it'll be an event to remember. Thank you to our partners, Ditali Outdoors, The Prairie Crocus, Blue Water Girls Charters, Buckstorm Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobbler Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFD TV, and Wrangler finally a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along and whether you're coming or going today stay with us as we ranch it up and remember to keep up with me Beck, all week long by following the bend on facebook and on instagram at the bend show this is rebecca warner catch beck if you can next week on the bend